You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. All right, guys, welcome to solo episode four of season eight. I'm so happy to have you with me. I have a little bit of a throat thing still going on here, but I've put this off about as long as I can. So we are pressing on today. But if you hear me with that, I apologize. I know that's kind of annoying sometimes, but I want to talk to you today about something very important, which is how to feel better in your business. It felt like this was such a relevant, (laughs) aligned solo episode to do because I feel like so much of what we've seen over the season so far shift with Angie is how she came in feeling one way about her business and she feels so different about it now. And I think so many factors went into that. And so I really want to just be able to talk through five of them that I think are really important that I hope that we can all take away from this season to go, oh yeah, I can see why that made her feel better. What if I did something like that? Might I feel much better in my business? And so This does not have to be just from a place of if you're thinking like, oh my God, I feel terrible about my business. This is just like, if you're not doing these, there is potential to feel better in your business. So even if you're already feeling good in your business, maybe this is the potential to make it great. This is really something I just kind of want you to use as like a little bit of a system self-check to be like, oh, is this happening in my business? And if it's not, what is my upside there? Like, what is the potential for me to feel X amount better in my business this week, this month, this year? I think that we really, really, really sometimes undervalue how much it matters to feel good in our business. And the reason I say that is because, yes, I think you can feel crappy (laughs) in your business for a period of time, and we can all sustain that for different lengths of time. But ultimately, it's usually quite short-lived. Most people cannot sustain feeling really, really shitty in a thing for that length of time, especially for something like your own business where you have to have so much intrinsic motivation, right? I think we can uh, sustain feeling shitty in a job for longer potentially, but in your own business, it's really hard. And so the reason it's important to help you feel great in your business is not just because, hello, these are like, this is how you spend your day in life, but also because when you feel great in your business, your upside, your sustainability, your potential for success is so huge because you will like your business enough to stay in it. Like anytime I get asked about like, you know, making a million dollars in my business, that is what I always say is I just liked it enough to stay in it. It took me six years to make a million dollars in one year. And the reason I got there is because I liked it enough for all six of those years (laughs) to stay in it. So that's what I really want this episode to do as well is not only is it a little bit of that check-in, but it's also that reminder that this stuff actually matters, right? These aren't just nice to haves or like, I'll get to those once I'm making acts. It's like, These are what keep you in business. This is what keeps you sustainable is feeling good enough in your business that you want to keep going. So I just wanted to frame it that way initially because I think sometimes it can be like, well, I want the episode on how to make more money. (laughs) Like I don't want the episode on how to feel good. And so what I want to tell you is it's the same episode, (laughs) right? This is the ticket. How you make more money is you like your business enough that you want to show up in it, you want to work in it, you want to stay in it. So this is the same. 
All right. So we're going to go through five different things here that really stand out to me in terms of things that Angie has put into place that I see making a really big difference for her. So the first thing is things outside of your business will greatly impact how you feel within the business. And so doing things that make you feel good are important. So we can see that with Angie on a lot of levels, right? Obviously the biggest one for her was just the health stuff, right? So she was feeling really, really, really poorly. And of course that's impacting how she feels about the business, but that is something you can do to feel better ASAP, right? Like if you are feeling really bad physically in some capacity, great. Like that's a way you could feel a lot better in your business. There is not a chance that you feeling really, really terrible isn't going to impact your business. So that's an important reminder, not that we can all fix things immediately necessarily, but I think that perspective even makes us feel better sometimes. I'm totally in a season right now where sleep with Bennett has been really, really challenging. And I know like I would feel better in my business if I was getting a bit more sleep. I would feel better in general as a human (laughs) if I was getting more sleep. And so that's an important focus for me is like, what can we do to feel rested and okay? Of course. And then subsequently, another important focus is to just give myself grace for that, to not make anything wrong, to not go, oh my gosh, like I should be feeling so much better in the business and I don't. And so something is wrong into that. I'm like, I'm just like getting less sleep than I'm used to. That's all that's going on here. That can actually make you feel a lot better, right? Like it's almost like as soon as Angie realized like, oh, I just like don't have iron in me. Like the release and the weight of, oh, something like is making me hate my business, I think kind of went away a bit, right? So that's part of it. And then obviously the other parts of it are all the other amazing things she's doing, making time for her walks, for meditation, for trips, for travel, for family, you know, things that she wasn't one able to do, I think when she wasn't feeling great, but also wasn't really giving herself permission to do in some capacity for part of the year, right? So recognizing that her getting her health in a good place and then giving herself permission to do all of these things outside the business that make her feel dramatically better in the business improved things tenfold, right? I mean, I imagine she would maybe even say more than that. So it's just a reminder for all of us. And again, self-included, like we all need these reminders for all of us that how we are handling life outside the business will always impact how we feel showing up in the business. What I see a lot of entrepreneurs do wrong is instead of fixing the outside the business stuff, it makes them go over controlling in their business and they try to get all of those needs met through their business. So if like life feels messy or like they're not feeling good or they're not taking time for themselves, it's like instead of fixing all that, I'm going to try to you know, fix all these things in my business. And we take the harder path, right? Because the business sometimes isn't the problem there. It's that I'm not getting enough rest or I'm not taking my daily walks and clearing my mind, or I'm not, you know, traveling. And I'm a person who values that really highly, et cetera, et cetera. So remember doing things outside your business that are good for you will always make you feel better in the business and remembering to take the time for that, to prioritize that, and to see that as not only something that you are allowed to do as a business owner, but something that will greatly impact your results as a business owner is so important. So number two, very much related to that, but is have systems so that you know you can take time off if and when you want or need to. So that obviously is very tied to that because if I don't have systems or support, 
that allow me to take time off when I need to, then I cannot always do the things outside of the business that make me feel better. Like if I have a health thing I need to take care of and I feel like I can't take multiple days off to do that, that's a problem, right? Or if I'm someone that like really, really, really values like travel and vacations and I cannot find a chunk of time where I could step away from the business enough to do that, guess what? Business starts feeling really bad. So remembering that, yes, I want to be able to do things outside the business that make me feel better. So I need systems within the business that allow me to do that. That's the ticket, right? Angie has done such a great job of building up those systems and support this year so that when she took those big chunks of time off, when she needed that downtime for her health, like it was readily available to her. And I think that's so important to see when it feels like, man, to take care of my health, the business is going to massively suffer. To take this vacation, the business is going to take a huge hit. That can feel really, really, really hard and quite bad. And it can make you quite resentful of your business too, you know, because it feels like it's stopping me from doing these things for myself. And so whatever this looks like, whether it looks like a team for you, like it did for Angie, or whether it just looks like more structures, any of that is okay. You know, maybe it just looks like you see clients only three weeks a month and you know you always have a week off or maybe it looks like there's flexibility built into contracts with clients so that you know if you need downtime you can take it it really depends right on your business and your model but the point is if you're listening to this and you're like I have no idea how I would take a vacation right now I don't know what would happen if I need a time off for my health I want you to think about that and I want you to know that even if you don't go take vacation next week but having the answer to How can I take time off if and when I need or want to is going to make you feel better in your business literally immediately, right? Knowing you can, even if it doesn't mean you do it right away, is such a game changer for your mindset. It is such a game changer for how you relate to the business and how you feel, right? I think of it so much like, (laughs) this this may or may not be an appropriate analogy, but it, it is how I feel. So it reminds me of this is like, when Bennett is having a tough night, like I said, sleep has been tough for us right now. When Bennett is having a tough night and Kenny's home, most of the time I handle it and I feel really empowered to handle it. And I really like being able to support him. And I like that he wants mama and all of those things, right? When Kenny's away, if Bennett has a tough night, I find that to be much more mentally challenging sometimes because I know I can't tap out if I need to, right? I'm like, it's it's just me. I'm here and I'm figuring this out. Where on the other nights when Kenny's there, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know I could go get him any moment that I need to. And so that kind of gives me some peace of mind. I think the business is so similar to that where it's like, it's not like I need vacation every week to feel good in the business. But if I don't feel like I can take it, it's totally different to show up in the business than if I know I can have that whenever I want it, right? So reminder to have whatever that is for you, system, structures, team in place so that you know that there is a opportunity and ability for you to take care of your health when you need to, yourself when you need to, your family when you need to, or to take vacation and time off. Those are going to make how you feel in the business entirely different. All right. So number three is have clear boundaries around whatever it is that you're doing and have them because they feel good, not because you've waited until you're massively burnt out. So that was something that kind of came up with Angie here on on different ways. Like we were talking about 
know your boundaries within your partnerships. We were talking about knowing boundaries within the context of like what she's going to deliver for the pledge. We were talking about boundaries in terms of client responses and different things like that, right? So it's like, what are your boundaries in all of these things? Do you know them really clearly? And are they there because they truly support and feel good to you? Or are they there because you're like, oh my God, I cannot talk to someone else this week. I'm so burnt out. Like huge boundary in place. No, like that's reactivity. That's not supportive boundary that feels good in the business. Do you know what I mean? So I just wanted to remind us of all of that, like knowing what your lines are, what is going to be good for you, what's not, and operating with those in place from a really intentional standpoint instead of from a reactive standpoint later when you're already too stressed or burnt out is going to make everything feel different in your business. So let's just use the pledge as an example, right? Angie having those clear FAQs and boundaries around it before it goes out is going to make her feel completely different in the business because one, when it goes out, she knows exactly what's expected of her, nothing more, nothing less. Two, she can point to that if someone has a question around that. And three, she won't have to navigate all of that once it's out because she's already done that with intentionality before it gets there. And so how is this going to make her feel better in her business? Well, in like a million ways, right? She is so clear. It's set up to support her and it's set up in the way that she wants it to be. And so she's not going to have 10 extra things come up that she has to navigate that feel like it takes her time, energy, and effort that she did not plan on giving it. I think that's where we get so frustrated sometimes is we don't set a clear boundary and then a bunch of stuff comes up we have to spend all this time navigating it and then we feel burnt out or resentful because we didn't intend to put that time toward it. You know, that could be for anything. And like that could be for how you handle with clients, how you respond to things with team, like how you put out a new offer. It really could be any of these things in your business, but it's this idea that when you have those clear boundaries, you're saving yourself so much of that extra reactive time that will come up that you will probably feel resentful about giving later. This will make you feel so much better in your business. Another example here that comes up for me with Angie is that she also was talking about clear boundaries around partnerships that she was going into, right? What is she saying yes to? What is she saying no to? So not only does it save her from any like crunchiness that could come up in a partnership situation, but it also saves her the headspace for future partnerships or future collaborations where when one of those comes to her, she doesn't have to be like, oh gosh, okay, what do I want here? What does it look like? She's like, oh yeah, yeah. This is the context in which I'm willing to do it. These are my boundaries around it. Yes or no. So it's like actually a really efficient thing as well. Like not only is it just like mentally and emotionally stabilizing, but it's a really efficient way to run your business is to know what those are in advance. Again, that's going to make you feel better because you aren't going to have to stop and answer a million questions, derail your day, et cetera. You're going to be like, yep, this is what I'm a yes to. This is what I'm a no to moving on. So if you do not have that in your business right now, if you do not feel that on every level with your clients, with your team, with your offers, this is a great place to clean up. And I promise you, it will make you feel so much better so quickly. And it's so similar to having the ability to take time off. Like, maybe no one's even testing your boundaries right now. Like nobody's even pushing them, but you know, they're really wonky and unclear. So there's part of us that's kind of always like, like hopefully nothing comes up there. And we live with that feeling, right? 
And so when we remove that feeling, like, again, maybe nobody's even testing your boundaries right now. Maybe like nothing even happens with it, but you will immediately feel better in your business because you will simply know with clarity what is going on here, how you will handle it. And you will have that self-trust that gets built there too. So a lot of these things aren't major shifts that need to happen immediately, or they're not these huge, like go change all of this in your business. And you will see this dramatic shift this week. Some of it is just like, know that you could do this, know that you can set this boundary, know what your boundaries are. And just having that awareness and clarity will make how you feel showing up in your business so different. I think that's been one of the things that's cool to watch with Angie is she started feeling a lot better before most of these things even were practically like fully in place. You know what I mean, right? Like her trajectory of feeling much better in her business happened just from the conversations around knowing she will do these things or having answers to these things or having a path to getting them set up. So I just want to remind you of that too. Like if you're like, oh my gosh, I need to like go figure out my boundaries and I need to set up systems and I need to like, yes, of course, go do those things, but you're going to feel better just by deciding on them, just by knowing the answers to some of them. And that will go a long way in your business. All right. So number four here is get support that makes you breathe a sigh of relief. I felt like that moment when Angie was sharing with us about her OBM and it was just such like a uh, exhale moment for her was so important to document and witness because that is what great support should feel like in your business. Is your support making you breathe a sigh of relief? And if not, that should be a red flag that something needs to change. If you do not think about your right-hand person in your business or your team in your business and go, oh yeah, really? Like exhale. Like they got me. They got this. It doesn't mean they know how to do everything or they do everything perfectly all the time, but like, do you know they got it? Do you know that they got you? Do you feel that feeling around it when you think of them? If the answer is no, that's something to look at. I've seen so many clients that really limit their businesses, I guess is a way I would say it because they are not feeling that feeling. And so they get scared to delegate because they're like, yeah, but like, I don't know if they got this. I'm not sure about this. I should probably just take this on, but they can't quite put their finger on it. And so they keep this team or this team member in place for a really long time because they kind of can't quite put their finger on what's not right there. And they just keep taking more and more on. But if I was to ask them like, hey, does the support you have feel like something you can lean into? And do you just kind of want to take an exhale when you think about them? The answer would be no. And it's like, sometimes that's enough. Again, it doesn't mean that you go fire everyone, but it means there's a conversation to be had, you know, like that's really what we need to be looking for is do I have support that feels like a weight is being lifted off my shoulders? Do I have support that feels? And again, I keep saying feels because it is about the feeling it provides you. Everyone's support is going to look a little bit different, but it should feel pretty consistently like a sigh of relief. And if it doesn't, there's stuff to look at there. And that's when you want to go, okay, what's really going on here? Why am I not feeling like that? Is this a conversation I need to be had? Is this like a setup that needs to change? Is this, you know, a temporary thing? Is this a long-term thing? Like there's always things to look at there, but if you're not feeling that, I want you to not kind of gaslight yourself out of that is what I mean. Like, I think we're so quick to be like, uh, I can't really point to like one specific thing. So probably nothing's wrong. It's just me. I'll just take it on. 
It's like, mm, again, not that it couldn't be you, right? Not that you don't have stuff you need to look at as much as your team might have stuff they need to look at, but there is something to look at if that is not how you're feeling. I think this gets so many people stuck is because it quote unquote looks like they have a team, but it does not feel like they have a team. And so they're in this position where they're paying the money for it and they're delegating and they're doing the things, right? But they don't feel the support from that or they feel like they have to check in a million times with their team because stuff's not getting done or it feels like every time they ask for something, it doesn't ever get done in the way they ask for it to. And again, like it doesn't mean that they don't have leadership stuff to work on, but it means that there's something worth looking at there instead of gaslighting yourself. It's like, oh, it must be nothing. It must just be me. I must just be feeling funny about it. Moving on. We're so quick to do that. And it makes the business feel really, really hard. I had a client recently who she brought me this concern. I've worked with this client for mm, four years. So she brought me this concern and she was visibly upset about this. I mean, crying, like really, really like, wow, this is a thing, right? It wasn't just kind of like an offhanded thing. It was like, whew. I am stuck and was just in it, right? And the specific thing that she brought to me, I was like, huh, I've never heard this be a fear for you in all the four years we've been working together. That's so interesting. And it really like registered for me how unusual it was that she would be so emotional about this particular thing. And when I said to her, like, what's really going on here? (laughs) Like, This might be it, but it feels like there's really, really something else going on here that is making you feel really, really overwhelmed right now. What's up? And when we dug into it, it's like, this was the thing. She was not feeling supported by her team. She was not feeling that sigh of relief. And so every single thing in her business was feeling really big, really overwhelming, and really, really like too much to handle. And so I named that to say like, that's why this kind of thing can make your business feel really great or really bad really quickly. Because if you are not feeling like you have support that you can lean on and you're feeling like you have to hold and manage every single thing by yourself while you have a a team there, it's going to color every task you do in your business. It's going to color every interaction experience you have because you are not feeling like there is support or there is a weight being lifted from you. And that example with her was so helpful because it was like, this typically was not something that would ever be upsetting to her, but it was like massively upsetting because she is feeling like every single thing in her business is on her shoulders. So I just wanted to share that story because I think it can be easy to kind of feel like it's a million other things that you need to fix or that you know, there are all these other areas you need to look at. And again, sometimes that can be true. And I wouldn't go looking too far if you cannot answer yes to the question, does your support make you breathe a sigh of relief? That is a, you know, like a linchpin in your business. And so if that part does not feel good, that is the part I would work on first. And working on that first will make you feel exponentially better, which will allow you to address the other things if they are there and actually need addressing Or it will clarify for you that those other things weren't even a problem. You just needed to feel more held and supported. So naming that because it can be really easy to want to solve everything else first. I think especially if we 
have not traditionally had practice, like with managing people or having difficult conversations or all of that. Like sometimes we're like, "Mm, let me solve all these other things, right? But getting that support that makes you breathe a sigh of relief is everything. All right. So last thing, number five, that will make you feel better in your business immediately (laughs) is do things in alignment with your values. I feel like that's been such a beautiful thread of conversation that Angie has really held us to this season is that value alignment is so important. And when we are working in alignment with those values, the business just naturally feels really freaking good. And when we're even a couple clicks off from them, things can just feel so crunchy. Like one of Angie's main values is excellence, right? I love that. Anytime she kind of gets like even a couple clicks off from that, where she doesn't feel like she's able to bring excellence, she's really feeling a lot of tension there. And it makes sense, right? Because she's like, this is one of the most important things to me and I cannot seem (laughs) to make it happen. And so of course, I'm going to feel a tremendous amount of tension there. And then when she does have the time spaciousness to be in excellence, you can see how she just lights up and thrives, right? It's so decidedly different. And we all have those versions, whether you really, really, really resonate with the value of excellence or you have a different one. I'm sure there is something in your business where you can see like, ah, when I operate in alignment with this, it just like everything flows and I feel freaking good. And when I get even a little bit off course of it, everything starts to feel like a rub. So I think that that this one in particular can almost feel like the cheesy thing a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I'm going to be value aligned or something that feels, I don't even know if cheesy is the word, but like the kind of like hard to land thing that you wouldn't really focus on unless you were like making so much money, you didn't know what to do it. Right? You know what I mean? It's almost like, yeah, that's for later, but like for right now, I need to worry about making money kind of thing. And what I want to say is Again, you feeling good in your business and you being in a place where things operate with ease and flow is one of the best ways to make money. So being in alignment with your values is going to lead the charge of that. In fact, I probably should have done this one first, but I kind of just went in order that we talked about it in the season. But this one matters, you guys. Like, I actually talk about this a lot with like who you hire as a coach too. Like, Make sure the coach you hire has aligned values to you because if not every single thing you coach around talk about come up against it's going to feel just like a little bit crunchy like it's maybe not going to be so obvious but it's going to just feel like "Uh, yeah but or like kind of but also right you know there's just going to be that like "Mm, not quite kind of feeling there and that's how it feels in business too Where it's like, yeah, I can do something where I'm not like massively compromising my values, but if it's not pretty aligned with them, something's always going to feel a bit off. And I'm not saying your coach has to like have your exact top three or anything like that, right? Like Angie and I don't have the exact top three, but I think they have to be like very understanding of warm to align to that, right? Like I wouldn't say excellence is like my top one, but I would say that like I deem that as very important and try to operate from that place. Does that make sense? So it's not like, okay, what's your one, two, three, but it's like, do we just kind of think about things the same? Do we share similar values? And so it's, I just wanted to use that example with the coach of how like it matters in a lot of places. And when it's there, it just flows. And when it's not, everything feels just like a little extra harder than it should. 
And whenever things feel a little extra harder than they should, we're not feeling as good as we can in business. It's kind of that simple, right? If everything just takes that much more work and like that much more energy and like that much more thought, it's hard to feel good in it. If everything is like, yes, this is like exactly in alignment with my values. I feel so clear on this. I feel, you know, like able to move this forward in a way that just feels useful for the most part. Of course, your business feels better. It's kind of obvious, but it's also kind of really hard to pay attention to sometimes. You know, some of us don't even maybe know what our top five are. So that could be a great takeaway. Like, what are your top five values in business and how do you see those playing out in your business? Great question point to start with. And you know, what you will probably see is even if you didn't initially like know your top five, you're probably already doing a ton of things that go with that. There's maybe just a few things that don't, and you might want to fix those, but it's like most of us kind of without thought, I think, do build to our values as much as we can. But I think it's easy to get lost without that extra intentionality at the end of it. This is just a reminder of like, you might find a ton of ways where you're already doing this, but adding that extra bit of thought to it and looking at those places where things feel crunchy and seeing if this could be the solution is really valuable. So that's what I got for us today. I'm just going to share them again really quickly as a summary because I think sometimes it's helpful to have that all brought together at the end. But the five ways that I want you to think about feeling better in your business ASAP. Do things outside the business that make you feel really good. Have systems so that you know you can take time off when you want to or need to. Have clear boundaries around whatever you're doing because they feel really good to you and not just because you're in a reactive or burnt out space. Get support that makes you breathe a sigh of relief and do things in alignment with your values. So use those five as a litmus test a little bit, like which of these are you crushing? Which of these could you look at a little bit more in your business? And where could you take even a good feeling to a great feeling if you added these in? So I hope that helps. I'm so grateful to Angie for being such a good example of all of these. So Thank y'all so much for being here, so much for listening to this season, and I can't wait to hear what you do with this. Thank you for listening to Literally. I am forever grateful to you for being part of our journey and spending your time with us each week. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking a reviewer to give my MSC bundle to as a thank you for listening. This bundle combines trainings and workbooks that walk you through a condensed version of the work I do with my one-on-one clients through my mindset strategy and execution framework. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. And if you want more tips and strategies for growing and scaling your own business, but are short on time, then you are going to want to opt into my private podcast feed, Back Pocket Business Mentor. You'll get immediate access to a private podcast feed full of tons of three minute episodes where I talk about everything from how to pick a strategy and business model that works for you to how to show up online as an expert and increase your conversions. Just go to a lituplife.com forward slash back pocket to dive in.